Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Irregular Bitches, the podcast for midlife women who are more likely to wash their black cohosh down with gin or strong coffee than a kale smoothie <laughs> and come with a definite parental consent illicit lyric sticker warning. Oh, Remember yes. those? Yes, yes. I'm Sarah Kaywood and my co-biatch is lovely Lou Mitchell. Funny, practical, posh and... Uh, one of the only people who can peel me off the ceiling when I'm having a menopause-induced anxiety attack. <laughs> Hello, sweetie. We've had a couple of those, haven't we, my love? Just a couple. <laughs> I hope you didn't mind me calling you posh. But it's funny because no. we were talking... Who did you say you could out-posh the other day? Oh. Oh, it was our friend's girlfriend. Oh, I can't remember who that was. It was Matthew's girlfriend, Camilla. Yes. Do you remember? And you said, oh, I wonder, she said, she, she, she nearly outposhed me and that's saying something. Well, it just <laughs> makes me posher. <laughs> <laughs> when you're, is it like when, when um, uh, people go, like northerners go back yes. up north having lived in London, they exactly. get really northern. So when you're around posh people, you get uber posh. Exactly right. I love it. You're so funny. You're the, probably the only posh person that I absolutely adore. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, no, I quite like Ben Fogel. <laughs> yeah, I love Ben Fogel. He's lovely. Uh, right, so how you been doing, babe? Are you all right? Yeah, no, I'm surprisingly good, thanks. I, I don't know why yeah, I said that. I generally am good. Generally am good, aren't I? Yeah, you really are. You're definite. yeah, you're definitely, well, you know, not sailing through it, but, you know. I'm all right. Yeah, you make it look okay. Um, so just just a quick catch up. I'm on day three of Citalopram. And and ooh, does upset upsets your tummy a bit. Um, but I rem- I've been uh, I've had medication for event led depression before when really awful things happen and you just can't seem to pick yourself up and yeah. you just think I just need some help. I've had it. I need to I need to get myself out of bed. That's yeah. what you need the help for. And there's no shame in that. And that's why I'm sharing my journey because I'm on HRT. I take a multitude of supplements and then I've just been. It's literally only been a month. I just couldn't shift this low mood and mm. really tearful all the time. Really sad. Mm. Of course, you know. Being on the brink of World War Three doesn't help, but we'll, we won't go there. Let's not go um, there. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, and so, so the doctor just said, "We'll just try them, you know. Only and you only have to be on them for six months, and we'll just see what happens." So yeah, we'll do that. Well, it's I good. Just, it's need... good for you to involve us so that everyone can have that experience yeah. through you. Ah, uh, because we all you we all know all as midlife women we know that there is a lot on that to-do list i think i've just finished Catelyn moran's awesome book and she's just talking about how it never ends mm. and uh, and i was starting to not i couldn't be i couldn't be asked i was yeah. apathetic i just wanted i was just all day long fantasizing about my dressing gown and the doctor has assured me that um that that will this will help with that sort of not wanting to be productive so anyway well good on you for being you know productive in getting it so getting it sorted yeah. out and good on you because you share it on social 
social media you're sharing it here it's really really productive of you to do that so thank you babe right well you know i'm really excited about our guest yes i'm so excited about today's guest because she strode into a room i was in a few months ago and owned it (laughs) with her incredible sense of style i thought to myself I love what she's having, please. <laughs> it was proper, like, I proper fangirled. Um, after a deep Google, I discovered she's an amazing stylist running a fabulous Facebook group, The Styling Works, a community to help with all fashion and styling issues. And it's epic. It's really real. I really love it. I was having a really good route through it yesterday. Mm. I love it. Go and get involved. She's also writing a book, but more on that later. We are delighted to welcome Jodie Guillory to Irregular Bitches. Hi, Jodie. Hi. Well, can you just introduce me like always, wherever I go? Because that was amazing. <laughs> and I just need to write that down. Like. Honestly, you are one of those, a bit like Lou, like, is you know, like, where were you? when I will never forget the day that I met Louise, and I will never forget the morning that Jodie, she strode into this network business meeting that, that, that I have. Honestly, it's an amazing community of women. I really like it. I sort of joined it at the behest of another irregular bitches guest, actually. And, and it is really, I mean, even if, you know... I've paid a bit of money just to hang out with these wonderful women once a month. It's money well spent. But Jodie strode in with a bright canary yellow coat on over like, yes, I can't Jody. even remember. And I was just like, ah, want the coat, ah, want the style, ah, want the woman in my life. So I just, you know, I've reeled her in, Lou. Yeah. Good work. I wore, that, <laughs> I wore that coat on the school run this morning, actually. Yeah. Oh. I'm generally in that else... one or a hot pink one. It's just, just uh, yeah. Bring on the, the regular bitches' colours, Sarah. Did you know? Why, does, yeah. Joe... Why doesn't everybody wear neon on the school run? Absolutely. It should be a rule. Uh, but also, Jodie, yes, did you know? I can't remember in one of your... Um, I think it, one of the emails when we were getting this all arranged, you said, um, I'm on a one-woman mission to bring hot pink and neon yellow to the to the world. That They are our brand colours. Are they really? Yes! Oh. You wait till you see the slide, like the irregular bitches slide. It, that's it! It's like yellow with hot pink lips. Yeah, bring on the Battenberg. That's what I always think of myself as like a, wa- a walking Battenberg. Yeah. Absolutely. A neon Battenberg. Neon, exactly. It. Yeah, that's my brand. Neon Battenberg. <laughs> that's, what you should, that's what you should call your clothing line. First, yeah, Love that's it. like so 2028 maybe when I've like, you know taken over yeah. the world yeah when you yeah absolutely neon battenberg i'm buying those trousers and i'm buying that canary yellow coat um so you really do have an individual sense of style and anybody we realize this is a podcast but you need to go and google jodie or get in fact go just go and join the styling works because you will see she um she imparts lots of her style tips there and you'll be able to see her style for yourself were you jodie were you always like this yeah i mean i maybe wasn't always like as curated or as perhaps stylish but you know growing up I was always like different and I never looked like anybody else and you know my parents used to say I look like a refugee um can you say that now I don't know is that PC I don't know is that like PC is it but in the 90s people still said stuff like that um and you know I was like well into grunge and I used to get all my clothes from like Camden Market and I just wore like you know like secondhand army boots the thought of that now is so gross um <laughs> but you know like all my kind of like nirvana written up my dms and i just and i just used to you know be into like the levelers and nirvana and just wear all sorts of stuff like that so i never really looked like i went to like posh or girls school so i didn't really fit in there well you went to a posh or girls school mm-hmm. i yeah 
Oh, right, all three of us then. Posh all girls school girls. It was free though. It was like a grammar school. It was free. Oh yeah, that's like mine. Yeah, loose loose wasn't free. Exactly. So that was free, and I also grew up in like kind of. My parents remind me all the time. (laughs) Always. And obviously I grew up, like, I'm Jewish, so I grew up in this kind of, you know, like, North London bubble, and I didn't really fit in with them either. Um, and then I went to university, and I was like, hello, like, there's lots of odd-looking people, it's not just me. And then I kind of, yeah, just sort of discovered that I could just be different, but still be accepted, and then, you know, go out into the world. And I think, you know, I've never really looked like anybody else wherever I've worked, but I'm a, such a big advocate of you bring your whole self to work. And I won't dull myself down. You know, there are different versions of me that exist for different occasions. But unless I feel authentically like myself, I will have no confidence. And you've always been like that, even as a child. Because I really, I lifted a quote from your website, which is that you use, or you used clothes as armour. Yeah. Which, God, I wish I'd had that when I was younger. I wish I had had that using clothes as armour as a way to, you know, present myself because I, I'm only just starting to do it now. And I'm probably not using them as armour. I'm just using it as like a this is who I am moment rather than a dialing myself down. So I really, really love having you on as a guest because I just, I want to understand what you bring. Yeah. I, um, you see... This is so Jodie has been living her authentic style self, right? And has never stopped. But if I look back, Jodie, I was you as well. I was, although I was perhaps like more like I had like brand new pink DMs uh, rather than the secondhand army boots. But I was wearing fishnets and lace dresses and I was marching. I mean, I remember to my dad's wedding to my stepmom, I wore one of those um, Japanese um, dresses, the satin ones that were really fashionable in the 90s. Do you remember? Um, the, the, I wanted, the, do you know the ones I mean? Like the Japanese tunics? No. No. They're like, they're like... <laughs> Oh my goodness, I can't believe I bet there's loads of people listening going, oh for goodness sake, can't you remember no, them? No, I they think they're all sat- going no. They were satin <laughs> and they were high-necked and they had the buttons across here. I'm going to find a picture for you. You'll know exactly what I mean. And I wore it with um, silver DMs to, to a wedding. So you, know? you were happy to be out there looking however Absolutely. you wanted to look. And I've, but I've stopped. Stop oh. doing that. Oh, I, no. won't wear mini, I won't wear mini skirts anymore. And I've still got, though I say so myself, Good legs. I mean, I don't, they're not, I wouldn't, but I'd, I'd wear shorts in the summer, but I wouldn't wear, I won't even wear mini skirts with like opaque ties. I don't really know Is why. Is that because of the old, um, you're too old thing, Ugh, which literally makes me want to poke my own eyes out. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah. But is that why? Are you buying yeah. into that, love? Yeah. Well, I think we need to see some more mini skirts, Jodie, don't you? I think we need to see those legs. Yeah. Right, I'm going to show you the dress now. I'm going to show you the dress. Hang on. No one tells no one tells men that they can't wear shorts. They can't get their legs out. Exactly right. Oh yes. Okay. This but is long. useless on a podcast, Sarah. Utterly yeah. useless. Okay, I know. Your it's point the, is what, made. All right. Well, yeah, just, well, now you know, and actually everybody else knows as well because they were very fashionable in the nineties. Used to get them in all the colours from Camden Market, Jodie. There yes. we go. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'd say a geisha girl dress. But again, I don't know if we're allowed to say that anymore. I know. Yeah, I don't know what you can say anymore. This is, I now understand my grandparents. Do you mm. remember when your grandparents are like, what do I say? I don't know what to say anymore. It changes so quickly. And I've turned into my grandmother. Um, <laughs> so how did you start styling then? Is that yes. what you, after uni, did you go straight into that? 
No, no, not at all. Um, I basically was forced, well, not forced, because that's like I'm finished, like, <laughs> held at gunpoint. Um, but it was always, like, you know, ingrained in me that you're, like, the clever one, and you're going to go to university, and you're going to have this, like, great, you know, kind of corporate career. Mm. And so that's kind of what I thought I had to do. So, you know, me and my, you know, interesting clothing went out into the corporate world. Uh, graduate training scheme in market research. Um, the, the glamour, you know, um, when I research things like how people want to be, like, have their body disposed of when they die. Um, <gasps> through to, you know, like, do you prefer this bag of sweets or this bag of sweets? It, yeah, it's very, very bizarre. But anyway, um, and I stayed in the corporate world, you know, for a long, long time, going from kind of role to role. Um, and I still, you know, still do it part time. But it never, it, it just, I felt like there was more. There was more that I could mm. do. And wherever I went, wherever, wherever job I went to, my clothes would always be the talking point. It would always be like, oh, what's Jodie going to wear today? And then whenever I left the job, they wouldn't talk about, like, my achievements. They'd be like, let's talk about our best, our favourite outfits that Jodie wore during her five years that she... Okay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and it was always, like, funny. But I thought, well, there's going to be something in this. And I'd always take my friends shopping and it'd be like, Jodie, do I wear this? Should I wear that? And then what happened was it took like a tragedy. Like my father passed away um, after a very, very short battle with cancer. And it wasn't, you know, it was only a few years ago. And I think I'd always wanted to, you know, do something within styling and fashion. And I'd always put it off. And then when that happened to him, I thought, what am I waiting for? Like, mm. I don't know, I'm, like, you know, a sign's not going to appear from the sky to say, Jodie, do this. Mm. Mm. So, There's never a right time, is there? There isn't. There There's isn't. never. Don't don't wait for the right time. You I can't, think that's no. a, you know, and you know, you probably feel that you shouldn't even have waited for your dad to pass away. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. You know, but from the worst thing in my life has come something amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of quite a sort of serendipitous moment. That's a big word, isn't it? Serendipitous. That's a great really, word. I like it though. But also, what a lovely way to honour your dad's memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So would you give us would you give us like an overview of what it is how you describe your role now? So I feel like my role is not to tell people what to wear because I want everyone to develop their own sense of style. I feel like my role is to kind of empower women and give them the confidence to express themselves how they really want to be seen because like Sarah said before you know it's like oh, I'm too old to do this or oh, I can't pull that off or what somebody might laugh at me, or I'm too fat, or I'm too this, or I'm... Yeah, it's just, you hear all the reasons why people can't dress how they really want to dress. Mm. And so all I want to do is just say to people, but you can. Like, there are certain guidelines for, you know, body shape in order to kind of bring the best out in somebody. And obviously there are certain colours that will work better on certain skins than others. But ultimately, you know, everybody has the right and the ability to be their best selves and to walk down the street like with that swagger that, you know, we can all do it. And people say to me, oh, you know, but like you look good at anything or you can pull that off. I'm like, no, but it's all, it just comes down to confidence. Like if you took me out Absolutely. of my clothes, I'd be the same as you. You know, Absolutely. I'd just be like a, na like, like, like a naked person. No one's born with like, oh, you know, that's a very stylish baby. You know, it just, it just <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? So can I can I tell you something uh, about I purchased over the weekend? So I'll, I will put it on useless for the podcast, but I did buy a leopard print beret while I was in Brick Lane with my daughter for Mother's Day. 
And I looked at it and I am denied. And do you know what? I'm going to admit that I didn't make the purchase without asking at least two other people in the shop. What do you think? I knew it looked fabulous. Yeah, it that. does. It looks amazing. Thank you. I have it on. Will now. you please? Will you please do um, do a selfie and send it and put it on your and send it to me and I'll put it on my social media. I will. Um, and I so I knew it looked good, but I asked two other people if it looked good, and it wasn't until those two people confirmed to me what I already knew that I was prepared to walk out of the shop wearing said leopard print beret. For which I then got all sorts of really lovely comments throughout the day. Did you? I had swag. I had swag walking up and down Brick Lane. I was. I, was I haven't it. had swag in so long. I remember when I used to like, you know, be touting around the West End in that. It probably in the noughties, not the nineties, when I was single, um, like early mid noughties, and and I would literally be in hot pants and. A massive cage high heels and you know or if it was the legs the boobs weren't out and if it was the boobs the legs weren't out because that's the rule but um you know very actually I used to dress very similar to the way Caroline Flack dressed so that's how we both were quite both quite small um both loved showing our legs off so in in that sort of that's how I sort of looked at that time and I used to strut down Wardour Street strut I haven't strutted anywhere for about 10 years. I want my strut back. You can have it back. It's there. We need to release your inner inner strut. Oh, where do I start, Jodie? Because this is the thing. Like, so I, I love wearing colour. I love, I don't, you know what? I don't know how to, to dress my age. I don't know how to, I, dress, I guess I dress really safely. I have turned into Bowden woman and I don't buy from Bowden, but I know that if I just say that, everybody will know exactly yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Um, I'm too scared to wear the big puff sleeves, even though I love them on other people because I think they'll drown me. Um, I've got a proper little funny, paunchy tummy. A lot of, uh, most of us have, which I'm really conscious of. So, you know, what? Wh- where do you go? Where are your sort of go-to high street places? Because we had Lisa Snowden in and she's an amazing, I mean, that she's so stylish, but but um, she does, she buys designer clothes and although she buys them on the outnet, which is slightly cheaper, but it was a bit eye-watering and I, we, I think we, irregular bitches, need something a bit more high street, don't we, Lou? Yeah. 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 So do you know what? It's, it, I, People don't believe me when I say this, unless you're in my Facebook group and you know that I'm always banging on about it. But I'd probably say, honestly, half my clothes, at least, are from River Island. And it really? sounds like the most like basic bitch like place to buy your clothes. Um, but Good jeans, though. Good jeans in River Island. Maybe I need to go back to River Island. I haven't been in in ages. Their trousers are amazing. Their coats <laughs> are amazing. Like, their clothes just... I just... I really love their stuff. Um, so I buy a lot of my stuff from River Island, ASOS. Um, I've been known to go for a bit, bit, a bit of Primarni. Um, you know, it's not what you wear, it's how you wear it. I buy like vintage tracksuit tops from eBay. Um, but I'm very much like a high street, you know, person. I've got an All Saints biker jacket and that's probably like the most expensive thing I own in, in all honesty. Like I don't, because I love clothes so much and I love to put different outfits together and... I'm not someone who kind of, I should, but well, not should, but I, I could invest, you know, in loads of kind of classic basics. Um, but I'm just not that person. I don't want to have like a Burberry trench, you know, and a pair of like Louboutins. And that... wear it all the time yeah. in order to get your cost per wear down. It's not, it's yeah. not my thing. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're, I'll just, yeah. 
not me at all. I'm currently wearing a yellow animal print jumper from ASOS, um, yeah. a, pair of, a pair of Converse and a pair of old Levi's. Um, and that is, you know, pretty much like they're, they're my go-to brands. Um, you don't need so, to spend money to look good. So when you're working with your clients, are you providing the service which basically the two shop workers provided to me, which is to give people the confidence just to be themselves? So we t- I tend to work with clients. Um, we, t- we, we, we go on a bit of a journey. So we, we kind of start by identifying kind of what their personal style is because so many people come to me and they say I don't really know like I never really had a style and it's because you go from school like you know to a, from a uniform to potentially another work uniform and you spend your life in a series of uniforms and therefore you never really get to kind of explore or develop your own sense of style and then one day you wake up and you're like I don't really know who I am so I work with them on that initially and we then collaborate on like Pinterest boards and we kind of hone you know what's what's the self-expression that's right for them and then we look at how we articulate that and express that for their body shape so for example Sarah you talked about big shoulders like puff shoulders and stuff like that if you are someone who already has broad shoulders so you're an inverted triangle i.e you're like a swimmer body yeah you do not want to wear really anything with a huge shoulder because it will accentuate the fact you're already big shoulders and you will look like a carrot yeah. Whereas if you're someone who is triangular or pear-shaped and you're larger at the bottom than you are at the top, those giant shoulders, puff shoulders, you know, big voluminous sleeves are amazing because they bring balance. And could I get, I mean, I'm five foot one and I would describe myself as an apple. So I don't really, I'm quite narrow and I've got quite a short torso and long legs I'm quite lucky in in that in the way my body's put together but could I um, you know am I too diminutive to wear those sort of puffy frilly things or do you think no so if you're if you're an apple then you tend to carry your weight uh in the middle so you tend to have quite narrow shoulders quite narrow hips um and your weight is kind of more around the sort of stomach Mm -hmm. kind of your, your middle therefore shoulder pads are amazing because they add height uh-huh. so what you want to do is try is to elongate your body so that your yeah. torso becomes longer and leaner big shoulders will work but because you're petite a five foot one you don't want to have anything that drowns you because otherwise if you're a smaller person you see the fabric before we see you right and also you don't want to have a sleeve that balloons out where you're so that it ends where you're widest because otherwise you will look like horizontally you're making yourself wider because the sleeve ends up just being like one giant boob basically all the way from like your arm through to your other arm okay okay it's all honestly it's so insightful i absolutely love it i'm gonna yeah take all of that on board irregular bitches many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zeb pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I want to talk about tucking in. What is it about hitting your midlife, Louise? Did this happen to you? I can't tuck in. I can't. My, there's too much going on under the belt. You say <laughs> that. You say that. I swear to God, I was very anti-tucking until about two years ago. My mum was a big advocate of the tuck. And then but in her 40s and I was like no I'm never going to tuck things in and and now I'm all about the full tuck in the French tuck the the belted what happens to us and Lou honestly it looks good I bet even good on you Jody. back me up I'm right right the tuck is a game changer See? And I have See? I have our clients who have been so resistant to the tuck who now send me photos going, I love the tuck. Look at me. Look at the difference it's made. And I'm like, told you. Like, the tuck, yeah, all about the tuck. So there must be other women like me. So I've had a cesarean. So I have a shelf that sits above my scar, which it doesn't matter how many sit-ups I do, of which I'm doing zero at the moment. <laughs> that's not going anywhere. So when I'm wearing my jeans with a belt... There's like a, there's a roll, I suppose, let's call it that, between the belt and the scar. And if I tuck, I am showcasing said roll. It's not going to happen for me, I'm afraid. So the tuck is not for every single person. Okay, I feel better. It's, it's not a universal rule, but with the right support underwear and a pair of high-waisted jeans or trousers with, of a, with, have a more rigid material so that they actually hold you in, yeah if you okay. do a french tuck so it's not a full tuck so you still have material draping gently kind of down the sides or you could even do a side tuck so that you're covering your stomach okay you tuck at the side the aim is not the, the, the tuck is is not it's, it's a means to an end the point is that by showing a bit of your waistband you are making your legs look I keep, I keep like doing things that like people, like, you can see me, but you can't. <laughs> um, but the, high, the higher you make your waistband, and the, and the more you show that waistband, the leggier you will look, and therefore the slimmer. Makes sense. Oh, honestly, I, do, I really do tuck in a lot of things now, and I never used to. And I know what you mean, Lou, because I also have that shelf. And, and, and sometimes I tuck things in, and you can see my little belly, and I think, oh, is that a bit mumsy? But I think I'm actually... I went with it the other day. Um, anyway, I was going out for dinner and I was like, right, I'm still get. There was a little bit of mum tum there, mm. but I was like, I'm going with it because I tucked in my black polo neck into these really bright, beautiful, bright green trousers. I was like, I'm going with it. Um, and actually it was okay. And what I'm now in the market for is one of those, uh, I want some high-waisted jeans. So I do want that, yeah. That, but I don't know where, River Island, you think? Yeah, River Island do great high-waisted jeans. Um, Zara... The high street are uh, awash with them, but the key to a tuck is to wear a high-waisted trouser. Yeah. Because you want the trouser that ends at your waist, where you're slimmest. Because where your trousers meet your top creates a horizontal line, yeah? And if that horizontal line is where you're widest, you'll look wider. If that horizontal line is where you're narrower, you'll look taller and slimmer. 
So if you tuck at your narrowest point, you're accentuating your waist and it can take like stones and years off, off your life. Well, I might just buy some of those pants that like haul your stomach in. They give me wind. Okay, we don't want that. Mic drop. <laughs> they give me wind. I want to know if it's just me. They compress my bowels. They No, I, I am fine. And I will really? Invest in some... Maybe I'll try again. I've got some Spanx downstairs somewhere. Spanx, give me wind. That's it. Spanx, had you forgotten? No, did oh we God, just... sponsored by Spanx. Yeah. We need this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've got the money as well. Irregular. Bitches. Jodie. Please, can you tell... I have resisted from telling the world of Irregular Bitches what your book is called because I love the title so much. So can you tell us all about it, please? Yes. Uh, it, it will be called uh, How to Stop Spending Money You Don't Have on Clothes You Don't Wear. Oh, Mic yes, drop! Please. And that, yes, yes, please. Yes, 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 yes. So... Oh, I can't. I mean, I'm I'm already. I'm pre-ordering. I know you're only about twenty thousand words in. Twenty-one thousand now. Every thousand words, twenty-one thousand. I've been busy since we last spoke. Yeah. Good girl. Um, and what is this book apart from obviously? I suppose it's, it's self-explanatory. But what can we expect to find within it? It's going to be very funny, obviously. Yeah, like you. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but the idea is that it's going to it's going to save you money. Uh, so the small investment uh, of whatever the book will cost um, and it, it basically goes through kind of why you have like 85 pairs of leggings and, you know, and 50 black tops, um, why we are scared to kind of show our, our true authentic selves. I talk about wardrobe psychology. Um, so, you know, the types of approaches to kind of wardrobe management and building kind of personal brands. Um, I talk about capsule wardrobes and how they're completely irrelevant for modern people, but actually there are versions of them that work. Not you must have, you know, a black blazer and a pair of yeah. like smart boot cut trousers. Um, yeah. And we sort of, we we go through and talk about my principle called the the five neutrals, um, which the five neutrals. Are you allowed to? Can we? Are we allowed to know about that, or do we have to buy the book? Well, I'll give you a little snippet. So I basically, give us a tea. Give us a tea. my whole way of being, and I've always dressed according to the five neutrals. Um, and it's just a, a kind of philosophy that I live by. So my my neutrals are animal print, tartan, denim, <gasps> metallic. Love it. And leather. Right? What was it? Hang on, I missed one because Lou was so excited. Animal print, animal print, tartan, leather. Oh, yeah. And and. Yeah, metallic. Oh. Um, yeah. And basically, I wear at least two of those every single day. So it's how I get dressed in the morning. Sometimes I wear, I have been known to wear like all of them all at once. Yeah. Yes, why not? Why the fuck not? It has been like a car crash at times. But every single day, I wear at least two of those. And that's my start point. So it makes getting dressed so much easier because... I, like the first thing I do is think, what neutrals am I going to wear today? And then when I shop, I type the neutrals into the search. So I don't search by like, you know, trousers, jackets, jumpsuits. I will just type in like, you know, like neon. Oh, I love it. I shop by neutral and I get dressed by neutral. I organize my wardrobe by neutral 
And therefore, in the book, I talk about how you can identify, build, define and sense check your own neutrals. So it's like a whole journey that we go on towards identifying who you are, kind of working out your current approach to wardrobe management, who you want to be, how to define your capsule wardrobe, defining your neutrals, and then essentially just making more of what you have as well. So it's how to, you know, put outfits together in such a way that you don't just randomly buy items that just, you've got no idea how to style, what to wear together. Um, The idea being that once you have read the book, you are then transformed. Uh, You've got your neutrals, you've got your style, um, you've got your capsule items, and you're saving money. And I'm guessing you're not suggesting that everyone should have your five neutrals. It's about finding what other people's are. So yours okay. yours might be like, you know, lace. Um, you know, lace, navy, you know, goth. Like, I, I talk about what neutrals are. So neutrals could be a fabric. It could be, you know, a cut. It could be like a type of aesthetic. Like... There's different ways, neutrals can be different things. Um, and I give examples of, of different people's neutrals. Um, so, but we try and avoid like generic stuff. So for example, you know, I don't know, say like you like wearing cowboy boots, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that your neutrals are going to be like Western because you want to avoid like descending into full costume, period costume. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of... There's some sense checking to be done, i.e. Could you, could you wear these neutrals every day? You know, so like one pair of cowboy boots does not mean Western. You know, one lace top does not mean Victoriana. You know, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I have to say, I have got dog tooth trousers and then I've got one of those shirt um, tank top combo things that are to be glued together, yeah? Um, and, and it's got floral sleeves and then it's plain black tank top and every time I wear it Andy says oh it's a bit clashing isn't it and I'm like yes and I'm going there and I'm not taking sartorial advice from my husband and how do you feel when you're wearing it well I love it and the fact that he and the fact that he says I keep going back to that outfit in fact and the fact that he says that it clashes just makes me know that I'm doing something right because let me tell you this is from a man who's been wearing jeans and a band t-shirt for the last well ever since I've known him his style has not changed it's just the clothes have got slightly bigger Bless him. <laughs> Andy, I love you, by the way. And also, he looks very handsome like that. And that's fine. That's another thing about women and men. I feel like we totally won the lottery when it comes to, you know, we get to wear all the clothes and men get mm. to wear jeans and a T-shirt. But they have yeah. none of the pressure. Because no one tells, yeah. no one says to a man, oh, you look really good for your age. Mm. Whereas we get yeah. that now. When you get older, you don't just look good. It's you look good for your age. When did that happen? I know. Jodie, do you ever get shade thrown at you? For, sorry to use such a snowflake term. Um, but do you ever, do, does it, do people, are people ever rude? That, because I think you always look absolutely brilliant. And I, I don't know, I guess, we're, are we all scared of being laughed at a little bit? I, don't, I, I think I just don't care. I, I genuinely... Do not care. The people that have negative comments, it just says so much about them and how they're feeling and their own insecurity that I'm like, well, you know, I feel sorry for you if you're going to be negative because life's too short. I'm very happy being me and wearing all my bright colours. And therefore, if people want to say negative things, by all means, because the people that are in my life that know me would never say that. 
Yeah. That's brilliant. I absolutely love that. And I do, because I, I think I need to stop giving Caring. as much of a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I need to start dressing more courageously. And I think, yeah. We need, to, to, we need to come back to our phrase that we use an awful lot, which is giving less fucks. Yeah. 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 I always say to people, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, if you went out wearing something that you felt really confident in, but yes. you weren't sure how it, it would be received, what is the absolute worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And actually, the worst Someone thing Someone says that, something stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. at this point in my life, I don't care. I feel slightly sad that I have cared for far too long about what other people think. That makes me slightly sad. But I am also happy that even at age 51, I am at least coming through that somewhat and can i say something lou i really like that leopard print beret i might have to copy that's right oliver bonus get yourself in there it's amazing yeah it's, it's really lovely isn't it i can see that and you know what i'd wear it with inspired by jody i would wear it with my tartan trousers yes i'm just a little jody Bloody anything mate yeah. i'm just a little jody clone and i'm okay with that i'm ready i am ready um so when we when it comes to editing our wardrobes like I'm probably Jodie I've probably got loads of stuff in there that I don't I'm attached to but I don't wear or doesn't fit me anymore what do I do do I just have to be bra- like do you have a rule of if you haven't worn it for a year ditch it do you have that rule or not or should we or so I don't believe in rules because I think they can it can be quite scary for people to just suddenly you mm-hmm. know to just go from having something there for 10 years they haven't worn to getting rid of it. So sometimes yeah. there's a bit of a transition that we need to go through. So, you know, I do ask the questions, have you worn it in the last two years? And sometimes there's, a, there's an obvious reason for that because it's got holes in it, you know, or it's just not very nice. Um, but other times it's because people assign occasions to clothes and then those occasions mm-hmm. don't materialise. So although it's a perfectly great item, it doesn't get worn. Like I had a client and she was like, oh, this is my, this is my wedding blazer. And I was like, but this isn't, this is amazing. What do you mean? She was oh, this is what I wear to weddings. So when was the last time you went to a wedding? Three years ago. So you won't wear the blazer? No, because it's, it's my wedding blazer. It's like, well, can we give it a new name? And then it could be like, <laughs> you know, the Sainsbury's blazer. Um, yeah. <laughs> because it was an awesome item. But because men- yeah. mentally, it was, oh, that's for that occasion. Yeah, that's for that occasion. So there's quite a lot of that going on. So we need to unpick yeah. all of that from items that actually no longer have a place. And sometimes it's about putting them in storage because then they're out of sight. So they're not, they're not white noise in the wardrobe, but the person doesn't feel like they've, you know, they've had like the kind of, um, the sort of plaster ripped off. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a lot more gentle. So we sort of transition things out the house gradually. I think over the years as well, certainly I um, realised that I was just wearing jeans and jumpers every single day without That's thinking. That's me. That's and me. And that I had a whole wardrobe full of dresses that I used to wear for work. And I, I did. I had I had a moment where I thought, do you know what? I'm going to stop wearing jeans every day. I'm going to wear my dresses. I love wearing my dresses. They make me feel great. So I it, get cold, it took a though. moment, though. Mm. It took a moment in my head of going, yeah. why am I not wearing my dresses every day? Do you not get cold in your dresses, though, Lou? That's why I don't wear my dresses, especially no. in the winter. No, I get cold. I wear cold. thick denier tights and a, and a cardigan or a jacket or something over yeah. the top. Vest underneath, tucked in. <laughs> I do because I yeah I love yeah I love I need to wear my dresses more as well yeah. I need to just listen to you two yeah because it's easy to get stuck in a uniform rut I think we all like this mm. we all like the safety of a uniform because it saves time in the morning you don't you have to think about it you go on autopilot and then before you know it years have gone by 
and you, every day you've just worn a different pair of jeans and a different jumper. Right. So actually yeah. the items are different, but the overall look is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, can I just ask, um, this is more for me than for anybody else, but I, you know, we live in the UK, it's quite chilly, um, and you're always going out in a coat, often. You're maybe for like three months of the year. So three quarters of the year, you're going to be wearing a coat. Um, I, I've got a long, like, fleet, I've got a long anorak, you know, a long, long parka. I've got a shorter parka. I've got a denim jacket. I've got a leather jacket. They're both a bit too cold to wear on really cold days. A bit too flimsy. What else do I... I feel like we should have four or five different sorts of coats. Do you know what I mean? We should have one. For which what? Which ones do you have, Jodie? I'm going to copy you. Okay. So I have a lot of what I call like long duster coats. So kind of like woolen style. Duster coats. Long yeah. coats in a myriad of bold, bright colours. Um... For me, there is nothing better. You can put any outfit on. You could literally have like a scabby pair of jeans and a t-shirt, throw on a long woolen coat and a scarf, instant glamour. So for me, they are like the one essential coat that I would have above all anything else. Um, Biker jackets are are the the second item that I absolutely... We like those, don't we, Sarah? Yeah. A lot of biker biker jackets. jackets. Again, chuck them on a chuck them over a dress, you know, jeans, good to go. Um, they are probably the mainstays of my wardrobe. I don't even think you need five coats. I don't own a trench coat because just they're not. I love them, but stylistically, they're not me. Yeah, they don't work on me. I have got a long parka, like you know, for like a puffer style parka, um, for when the weather's a bit grim and I've got to do the school run. But uh, I don't enjoy wearing it. I don't feel. Mm great practical over aesthetic the one thing i my my rule about coats though is that coats should either be long or they should be short um i'm not a big fan i don't think kind of hip length coats are super flattering um or look amazingly stylish so i'm just going to throw it out there because long coats elongate you so any body shape chuck on a long coat and you look fabulous short coats if they end at your narrowest part, i.e. your waist, you create that horizontal line that I talked about yeah. where you're narrower. Whereas a lot of women, you know, not all, but a lot of women don't like their hips or they're like, oh, I've got bigger hips. It, I think as you get older as well, it becomes like a kind of that whole area um, feels like it's not one that you want to dial up. But whenever you wear a coat or even a cardigan that ends at your hips, it's always going to make you look wider because you're creating that horizontal line at your widest point. So where your top meets your bottom. Yeah. So personally, I don't own any hip length coats. All my coats are long or they're short. So that's my kind of coat mantra. It's not about how many coats, how many types of coat. It's more about yeah. proportion. Irregular. Bitches. Um, and I can't possibly let you go without talking about your eyewear. Oh, yes. Because it's just... Right, go on, Lou. This is another... Lou, look. <laughs> Amazing. You look... Fa- like, can I just say for, obviously, everybody listening, Louise has got the biggest pair of Jackie Onassis shades, leopard print around the edge, uh, very much channeling Jodie Guillory, who always has fantastic eyewear. Where do you get your glasses? You obviously you wear glasses because your eyes are bad, yeah? Yeah, I can't see. Um, I used to wear contact lenses. <laughs> And then my stigmatism's got too bad. And I was like poking myself in the eye every five seconds. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this. Um, I used to feel very self-conscious, like, you know, specky. I used to feel really ugly in glasses. 
And then I just thought, you know what? Like, I'm done. I can't see. Embrace. I'm going to channel my inner, inner Michelle visage. Um, he's like my glasses idol. And yeah. I now have about, yeah, like 20 pairs. Um, it's an expensive hobby. Don't always recommend it. But I don't buy... I used to buy expensive glasses because I didn't know where to go to buy like really kind of funky eyewear. But I've been yeah. on a journey. So I actually buy a lot of my frames from China. Um, there's brands... Yeah, online websites called Voog Me and Zlol. Um, I think these frames I'm wearing now, they're like, I love them. Obviously, they're like huge black. They're um, amazing. With like yeah. gold studs on. They're, they're black polka dots, aren't they? Are they studs on there? They're gold studs. They were, they were, the, the frames were £20. Um, oh, I love it. And I've now started buying all my frames from China. Um, yeah. You can get them lensed over there as well, but because I've got very complex prescriptions of bifocals oh. and all sorts um i don't do that anymore i get them done at the optician but it's just so much cheaper so the optician can make um lenses for frames oh yeah i take all my cheap frames from china to the optician they hate me and i'm like oh my another one for you that's a revelation i thought you had to have it all done at the you know and also you know i'm getting involved and you can also get them lensed online as well like if you're if you've got a simple prescription like, you can get a whole pair of glasses for, like, 50 quid. Like, done. Amazing. Well, I have. I'm just like, are you, do you wear glasses, Lou? Well, it's at this point where I tell you that I don't wear my glasses very often because I can't find a pair that I really, really enjoy wearing. So I just oh. don't bother. So I am 100% in for yeah. Chinese frames. Chi- yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, where it's, it's where it's at. We Thank make you. no apologies for it. Sometimes the Chinese just do shit well. All right. The occasional shine order. All right. Don't judge us. Don't <laughs> judge us. What is she doing? <laughs> she shine, whatever it is. You know, people get really funny about China. They get really they're like, really, oh, it's not ethical. It's like, oh, but it's so good. I know. I, I used to buy like a Kirk and Kirk glasses, really expensive. I love them, but it was bankrupting me. So that I had I know, exactly. I know. Sorry, yes, affordable. Anyway, Jodie, they are amazing. And I'm going to do the same thing. I wear lenses and I do have quite, um, I've, I'm just like, what am I? I'm, a, I'm plus one in that eye and plus 275 in that one. So I'm quite, it's fine. I'm easy. So I can definitely, I'm definitely going to get involved because I, like, I only wear my read, I wear my glasses like in the morning and at night and I'd love it. If I look really like square because it's, I'm in my dressing gown. And if I could, oh, she's got it back on. I love that beret. Felt like something was missing. Oh, Jodie, thank you so much. You're such an irregular bitch, and we mean that with the most love. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a compliment from us. Absolutely. That, that, that's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can't wait. When's the book going to be out? Well, as soon as I get the time to finish it, I'm hoping um, early next year. Well, tip is the wink. Tip is the wink and we'll let everyone know on our socials. Absolutely. And you do need to go over and and, and make use of uh, Jodie's wonderful uh, Facebook group, The Styling Works, a community to help with all fashion and styling issues. And you get involved on there all the time. Oh, God, you? yeah. I'm always comment. I comment on most posts. I post yeah. like three times a week videos of me yeah. prancing around my kitchen, um, yeah. showcasing things like pulling. I've had to pull my top up in the name of style to show people all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, there's like... There's very, yeah. very little dignity left. Ah, no, we love it. I love, love it. it. And, um, and also people can come to you for one-on-ones as well, can't yes, they? Yes, they can. 
Absolutely. I yeah, do lots of kind of one-to-one, whether it's just colour analysis or personal shopping, wardrobe edits, or kind of the whole journey through, you know, style identity, body shape, all of it. It's there. Jodie Guillory, you rock our world. Thank you so much for being on Irregular. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Irregular. Bitches. Time to take a brief breather now with one of our favourite irregular bitches, the irregular bitches poet Donna Ashworth and some of her wonderful poetry. Take it away, Donna. Small winds. Small winds, little things, look for the beauty in everything. Deep breaths, wide smiles, helping and going the extra mile. Warm drinks, soft chairs, sending a text to show they care. Kind words, happy talk, feeling the wind on blustery walks. Fairy lights, early nights, finding a book that fits just right. Hot baths, cosy socks, safe in your kingdom when doors are locked. Small winds, little things, look for the beauty in everything. That's all from us. Thanks to my hubby for producing and editing this and to Jodie for guesting, for my Lou for looing and for Choposaurus for the music. And until then, last word to you, Louise, as ever. Stay cool, bitches. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com